Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Bridget Spackman. And Michelle Emerson. And we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Guys, four years. Four years. It's been four years of making episodes for this podcast. Can you even believe that? But in this episode, we are so excited because we're doing kind of our little tradition here where we reflect back on the four years of top teaching. But first, as usual, we're going to share a time-sucking hurdle, but of course, we're going to do our own this time. So Bridget, what has been your current TSH? Ah, um... (laughs) What has been my current TSH? Um, I would probably say Christmas movies are my current TSH. (laughs) I, okay, and I don't know if these things have been popping up for you. Um, And as we're recording this, guys, keep in mind that it is like the beginning of December. So it's like November, beginning of December timeframe. So I'm still very much like getting into like the Christmas spirit. But YouTube has now started offering me free movies. That will just kind of pop up that you can now watch on YouTube. And so I've been watching all the Christmas movies and all the movies on YouTube. Plus, I have the Christmas movies on Hulu, Netflix, (laughs) like all the different channels that I have to watch. And yes, I am a habitual rewatcher. So I will rewatch the same Christmas movies over and over and over again. So I watch a lot of YouTube, but YouTube has not given me any Christmas movies because that's not what I watch on YouTube. So it definitely has you figured out what has been lately like your favorite or a couple of favorite movies that you've seen, whether they're rewatches or they're new ones. Okay. (laughs) Do not judge me. No, no. no. Judgment free zone. Okay. Judgment free zone. I really like the like European like Prince princess like Christmas themed movies okay so like Christmas Prince on Netflix always rewatching those all three of them I will rewatch those over and over and over again okay so those are typically my go-to we've had a few that we've watched but they haven't been that great okay they haven't been that great so the Christmas Prince series yeah 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 it's still my favorite still my favorite okay I I'll watch like one or two, you know, the real cheesy Hallmark type Christmas movies as it gets closer to Christmas, but they're just not something I watch on repeat. (laughs) Oh my God. I love them so much. I put them in the background and it just is like, you know, it's like my kind of work, but then my problem is, is this is my TSH is that I don't end up working and I just end up like watching it and like, yeah, you get sucked in. It's really bad. I do. I get sucked in. It's really bad. What about you lady? What's your current TSH? So (laughs) this is going to sound weird, but let me explain. Okay. Mine is Yelp. Um, Like, you know, the website (laughs) where there's reviews. I have become a Yelper. Okay. Now I have always been a reader of reviews, like everywhere. I love if I'm going to buy something or I'm going to go somewhere. I've always loved looking up reviews and cross-referencing reviews in different places, Mm. you know, because you can't always trust reviews. But the past, I don't know, three months or so, I have really embraced leaving my own reviews through Yelp. And the reason it is a TSH is because I put a lot of time and effort into it. First of all, I'm going to brag on myself. Okay. I got Yelp elite for 2023. Okay. So you have to like apply and your local Yelp person like reviews your reviews. And then if, if you qualify, they will they will award you the status of Yelp Lady. elite. And I, yes. 
lady. Yeah, you applied yeah. to be a Yelp elite. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I got accepted. <laughs> so I'm hoping to get reinstated for 2024 to also be Yelp elite. But <laughs> I have taken a lot of pride in this, probably more than I should. However, as someone that reads a lot of reviews, I want to leave the reviews that I like to read where I give like the good need to know information. It's not biased. It's like, I'm going to be completely honest and I take really good pictures and I love when reviews have good pictures. So typically Billy and I, we eat out one meal each week. It's most of the time Saturday night we go out somewhere for dinner and we like to go somewhere new because we're still trying all the places in Austin because there's so many. So then on Sunday, I will leave my Yelp review and I'm not kidding, Bridget. I will spend, I mean, minimum of 30 minutes on a review, sometimes a little bit longer. By the time I like edit the pictures that I took and then I write out the review and I write out like information about the parking and the service and the pricing. And then for each dish that we had, I give it a rating and I talk about what I liked and didn't like. And then I not only post it on Yelp, but I also copy and paste and do the same review on like TripAdvisor. Because if I'm writing the review, I might as well post it multiple places. And then I go downstairs and usually like Billy's watching football. So when it's like halftime, I'm like, hey, can I read you my review? And I will read him. But it's like paragraphs, okay? Which y'all can follow me on Yelp if you want and you can like read my reviews and stuff. Um, I'll, I'll link it for you, okay? But I, I put a lot of time and effort into this. And so it has become a time-sucking hurdle, but it also has brought me a lot of joy. You know what? Then that's worth it. And yeah, I'm sure you're bringing joy to those people who are reading your Yelp review. I, I agree. And, and I'll get people that like thumbs up my Yelp review or they voted as oh, helpful and, and yep. oh yes oh yes I check my <laughs> notifications she does I, I check that my notifications it. I love yeah. it so guys this has been a little bit of a yearly tradition for us um, every year at the very end of the year we will do a recap from that year. So our very first one was episode 053, celebrating one year of top teaching. Um, after that, we did episode 105, excuse me, for celebrating two years of top teaching. And then last year was episode 157, celebrating three years of top teaching. So every year we answer the same questions, which we will do this year, but we're also gonna include a final goal check-in for 2023. So if you remember back in January, we posted episode 158, which was called Tackling the Year Ahead, What Are Our Plans? And we set quarterly goals for the year. And we did a check-in in March, which was episode 170. We did a check-in in July, which was episode 186. But we never did a third quarter check-in, which is not surprising because as we go through these, I think things just kind of, you know, they fell to the wayside a little bit. It's okay. It's fine. Life got it's busy. Fine. Things changed. It's all good. So we're going to kick this episode off with like our final goal check-in. And then we will go in and answer those questions that we usually answer. So the very first part of the goal check-in, 
we had said where we wanted to be by the end of the year. And I thought it would be interesting to Mm -hmm. kind of kick off with that. So Bridget, do you want to talk about like the teaching on the double and what we had said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So teaching on the double, we said we were going to do offering more workshops and connecting more with our audience. And I think this was the year, I mean, we've been doing this for four years now. And I think this was the year where I think teaching on the double just got pushed to the side just a little bit. Yep. Um, a lot and that's bit. okay. A lot of it. Because there were lots of things that were happening. Michelle was traveling a lot more, doing a lot more presentations when it came to school districts. I had a change in a job. Um, so there were so many changes kind of on our personal ends that we just realized, you know what, this is going to be the one thing that we're just going to kind of set aside for right now. We'll we'll revisit it. We'll revisit. We just tabled it for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it just kind of, we became complacent with it, which, you know, on one hand, you don't want to become complacent with things. However, I think sometimes it's a necessity based on the season of your life and other things going on. And you never know where the year is going. And so, for example, like Bridget changing jobs, I don't think either of us saw that coming initially. I had no idea. No. And so that Mm -hmm. just kind of forced us to pivot a little bit. So... Are we where we wanted to be in terms of teaching on the double? I I would say probably not, but it's okay. You know, like it's not the end of the world. Yeah, for sure. Bridget, what about you like personally? Yeah. So personally, I put down um, building and developing more within my community. And I am proud to say that I have done this. So I had hired a team member probably in November last year, and she is still with me. So same person, which is great. Michelle was like, you need to hire this one. And thank God (laughs) Michelle like mentioned this because she has been wonderful since I've had her. And um, we've really been working hard when it comes to just building and developing more within that community and making it into something that we're really proud of. And that's really going to support teachers. So really, really proud of myself for that. What about you, Michelle? So personally, mine said to not be as stagnant. I said I want or need a new avenue. And I had put Mm -hmm. on there that I wanted to build out my website as like a resource for technology. And I have done that. I will say I still kind of have that feeling of like I want or need like a new avenue or rather I feel like I need to push myself more. I think I've become complacent in multiple areas of my life and I just need to be better at that. But I did build out my website as a resource, which I have done that all on my own, like building each page. Like I don't have like a website designer or anything. So it's been a a learning process and it's been very time consuming, but I am proud of myself for taking action on that. I will say it's kind of taken a backseat as we've moved into the holiday season, but I at least did take action and have moved forward with that. So yeah. And guys, if you have not checked it out, you definitely need to do it because it is beautiful. It is so beautiful. Well, thank you. That is very nice of you. You're very welcome. (laughs) So now let's jump into the goals that we had for quarter three. So for teaching on the double, we had said we wanted to offer a new workshop, which kind of goes with what we said we wanted to have by the end of the Mm -hmm. year. And obviously, like that is not the case. I think our idea Mm -hmm. for the workshop would be something that either we would have like live ones that people could attend. And when I say live, I mean like virtual live ones, but like it's happening in real time. We also had the idea of like recorded ones. But again, I think it's just been, we've both been stretched in different directions and it hasn't been something that we've been able to act on, which is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I said that I was going to launch the the PD for building the literacy workshop and that was for the book promotion, but then I got a job. <laughs> so 
So yeah. my jobs changed and lots of things ended up happening that I just wasn't able to get to. So I still want to do this. This is going to be something that gets pushed into 2024. But I definitely think that this is going to be an avenue that I start looking at for this upcoming yeah. school year. Yeah. So then our goals for the next 12 months. So this was specific to like quarter four, the last three months of the year. <laughs> I'm laughing because once again, teaching on the double, we said like quick Aww. courses. I think we had these ideas for like little mini courses. And again, I would still love to do that. It's just they that all took a back seat. So that's that's a, a no go. Um, but Bridget, what about you? For- I can't even I can't even. So one of the things that I've I've talked about doing on this podcast is looking into opening a school of my own. And so I had put down like creating a business plan for opening a school. And it's interesting because last year, Michelle had gotten me a book. I read the book. I did read the book. (laughs) And um, I, again, it kind of took a backseat. You know, you never really know where life is going to end up taking you. And I have been very thankful that I'm in the position that I'm in currently because it really opens my eyes to like other aspects of education that I wasn't really aware of. And so am I going to be opening a school this year? No, I'm not. Um, But is it still something that I really want to do? Absolutely. Um, I was having conversations with a couple of people yesterday, and that was still something that I think would really light me up and really get me excited again. And it would allow me to be able to work with kids, which is something that I'm, I'm really missing right now. Yeah. And I agree that that would be something that not only would excite you, but it would be something that you would be fantastic yeah. at. So yeah. we'll see where, you know, table it. we're not getting rid of it. <laughs> table it. Table exactly. It. Exactly. Um, well, first of all, I just realized I completely skipped over my quarter three goal, but it's because it was build resource database on website. And I already talked about that. So my Check. quarter four Done. goal <laughs> was to offer some live trainings for technology, which have not happened in the way that I thought. I have done a lot of, you know, PDs centered around technology. So in that, you know, realm, I have offered like those trainings, but I was wanting ones where people could just sign up and I would do it, you know, through like Zoom or whatever. I haven't done any of those. Um, I still do think it would be kind of cool, but I like I said, I've kind of become complacent with things, mostly because the PD aspect has kind of taken over and preparing for that has taken up Mm -hmm. a lot more time. And when I'm preparing for PDs, I'm kind of in my own little bubble. And so I'm not doing as much like on social media and all the things. But the other part of that goal was to read more books. And I kind of had this as like just ongoing throughout the year. I will say the past like two months, I haven't really read any new books because I got busy. But I have read 18 books thus far this year, which is way more than I've ever read in the past in a year. And that's what, a book and a half a month? Like for me, that's pretty good. So I am proud of that and really kind of sticking to that and and making sure that I read more. So yeah, all in all, it's been good. You know, I think this was a really interesting series that we ended up having, and I would be really interested to take this series into the 2024, but maybe tweak it just a little bit. Maybe where it's like a we do a beginning of the quarter, maybe we did like an overview for the year of some of those big goals, but then we set up like quarter Uh, goals for ourselves. Like what are those kind of quarterly pieces? We talk about it at the beginning and then do a check-in at the end of the quarter. So that way we're really focusing on the quarter itself versus like spanning it over a year. I mean, you can still have those big overarching goals, right? But let me know your thoughts. 
Yes. Well, what I will say is I already have a plan for myself for this next year of how I'm going to approach it. My idea, Mm. I've always loved the whole choosing a word for the year. And I already know my word for 2024. I'm not going to say it just in case we do an episode on this, but I have my word for the year and it kind of ties in with, with what I'm going to do for the year. My plan is each month I'm going to set a goal and like a focus for that Mm -hmm. month. And then each, and so I'm not going to pick the next month goal until like the end of the previous month, because I I don't want to get too far over my skis and I really want to be present and like focus on one month at a time. So maybe we can do some kind of a combination because it could be like, we don't need to check in. Yeah. I was going to say, we don't need to check in every month, but that's my kind of personal plan is to come up with like a goal for each month of the year. Yeah. So it's almost like you reflect and then you set new goals for the upcoming quarter that we would hope hopefully try to stick with versus planning yeah. at the beginning of the year. Do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. That, be that way you can adapt. And then you can also look at like the month ahead and what's going on and pick something that makes sense for that. At least yeah. that's my thought process, but we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to dive into those same questions that we answer every year for this yearly recap. Happy December, y'all. We know this is the time of year when you're scrambling to get all the gifts for all the people in your life. And we're here to tell you it's okay to get someone a gift card. Amen, guys. Let's just be honest. We all love a good gift card. It's simple and it allows that individual to treat themselves with what they really want or need. Exactly. So if you have any team teachers, colleagues, or friends in education that have been wanting to jump into digital planning, we've got the perfect gift idea for you. Yes, we do. We've got teaching on the double gift cards available that can be used to purchase any of our digital planners, digital planning stickers, or planner inserts. So head over to teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store to grab one and check that gift purchase off your list. The gift card is digital, so you can print it, email it, or find some other creative way to gift it. But for now, back to the episode. All right, we're back and we have five questions that we answer every single year for our yearly recap. The first one is, what's your favorite episode from this year? So for me, um, mine is going to be episode 192, where we talked about the three-step secret to mastering your motivation. Mm. And for some reason, this episode has really stuck with me. And it's really getting me to think about, okay, well, what are the areas in which I'm struggling when it comes to my motivation? Is it because I don't have enough knowledge? Is it because I'm not breaking some of these things down? Like, So I really, really like that episode. It's one that I want to go back and actually re-listen to for 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 myself just personally, because I think there's so many pieces like individually for me that I can take away, but it also allows me to reflect and think of it from the aspect of my students. Like for my kids, why are they not motivated to do the work that they're doing? Is it because the work is really, really hard? Um, What are those? And I can't remember. I feel like there were three of them and now I don't remember each of them. One of them was that it was really challenging and you didn't have enough knowledge, but now I can't remember the other two for some reason. But either way, I still loved it. I know autonomy is one. Autonomy. Feeling like you get to actually make the choice. Um, Yes. And then, yeah, hold on. It's called the self-determination 
Yes. Uh, motivation so, theory. Motiv- yes. Motivation Autonomy. Theory. I'm Googling. Okay. Okay. So autonomy competence and then relatedness relatedness how does this relate to what I'm doing and I think those three pieces are so important to think about not for ourselves but also for our our students in the classroom so I really really love that episode yeah what about you I think my personal favorite was and it's always ironic that when we reflect on favorites, I feel like a lot of them are like more recent episodes that we've done. And maybe it's just because it's fresh in our brain, but I loved episode 198, the recess digress episode. So we Mm -hmm. talked about back to school shopping professional development and then must watch shows. What I thought was funny is we started getting all of these like DMS and emails from people saying how much they loved like the episode and like screenshots of it. And we're like, why is this happening? We totally forgot that in that episode, like in the middle of it, we literally said, Hey, if you're loving this, like take a screenshot and send it to us and tell us. (laughs) But I really liked that because I love our chatty episodes and you know, we're, we're talking about things that are like relevant, maybe not the must watch shows, but I always just love on podcasts, like hearing people's perspectives of things. Mm -hmm. And I can, I really like when I can tell it's in a very nonchalant, like relaxed atmosphere and they're literally just spitballing. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of saying what comes to mind. And that's what that episode was for us, which I really enjoyed. But I will say two other episodes that I personally enjoyed were our episodes on hacks. So we did one on Google Slides, which was episode 165. And we did one on GoodNotes, which was episode 163. Mm. But the way that we structured it, where you were the one telling me about the GoodNotes hacks and I would like try them out. And then I was the one telling you about the Google Slides hacks. And I thought that was really cool because we got to in real time experience like trying to learn the new things. And it kind of puts that perspective of like being the student again. And I just thought that that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, the second question we have is uh, what new things came out of teaching on the double this year? Well, not so much. Um, Really and truly, we just kind of kept our heads above water, which is important. But one really big thing that we did decide to do as a team is that we stopped posting on Instagram. And we just had to realize that we were putting in so much time. Um, I mean, we had started to do this like independently where Michelle would work on the images and then I would work on the... um, I guess what is the what is the writing captions? part of it like the yeah the captions thank you words are hard today okay um <laughs> so the captions were really the thing that I would do on the side and then we would post them but it just the juice wars wasn't worth the squeeze as Michelle likes to say and so we weren't getting a ton of traction on Instagram and so we had just decided to kind of stop that for now yeah and on one hand I'm like it's a bad habit to get into where you start kind of, I don't want to say cutting quarters, but going like, all right, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing this, especially if you're not doing new things. And I will say, we've already mentioned that teach on the double, like we just didn't make a lot of like progress this year. We didn't do a lot of new things, but it's because other aspects of our life were kind of taking over and that's fine. I feel like teaching on the double kind of became like a constant And it just, it would operate in the background. You know, we'd still meet twice a month to Mm -hmm. outline episodes and record episodes. But what I do love about teaching on the double is that it, it forces us to really like touch base with each other. And now that we live in separate states, 
it's obviously much harder than when we would see each other in person more often. It kind mm-hmm. of reminded me of, cause Billy and I recently watched sex in the city, which we finished it all by the way. But at the end, spoiler, I guess, but sex in the city has been out for like 20 years. So it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the end when Carrie like goes to Paris, it reminded me a lot of me moving to Texas because she was kind of like separated from her friends. And all of a sudden it was this like she's in different time zones and she's trying to like get in contact with them and she just feels very alone. And that's kind of like I don't want to say how I feel here because I wouldn't say I feel alone, but I don't really have many people that like I see in person. And it just it's that feeling of like separation. And I love that teaching on the double kind of keeps us connected. So even when life gets busy, whatever, I know I'm going to see Bridget twice a month through Skype, like actually see her face. We send each other tons of voice messages, but I will get to actually like see her interact with her. And I, I do enjoy that aspect. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things to keep in mind, and this is for all of you guys that are out there listening, is that as we talk about like teaching on the double and you're like, well, this is great, but you know, it's fun to kind of listen to probably, but how does this relate to something that you're doing? If you think about the classroom, there are going to be times where you become complacent inside of the classroom, right? You do the same thing as you've done all of the other years. But one of the biggest pieces that we want to really drive home is that, yes, this year was very much a complacent year for us when it came to teaching on the double, but that's definitely not where we want to stay. We want to continue to grow and we want to continue to evolve and do more and really kind of push ourselves to be the best that we can possibly be, especially for you guys. And that's going to be the same way for you in your classroom, that if you are having a complacent year, that's fine because you also have another life outside of the classroom that your life does not revolve around teaching. And so be complacent for that year. But you also have to tell yourself, you know what, after this year, once things start to settle down for me, and I'm able to kind of revisit this, start looking at how you can continue to evolve in your practice and grow as a professional. So the next question that we have is going to be, what has been a challenge this year? So I'm going to kick us off. And the biggest thing for me has been my new position (laughs) that has been very, very different from teaching. Um, So for those of you who are not aware, this year I took a position as a training and consulting staff developer for an intermediate unit, which is like an educational services agency. A lot of um, states have these educational services agencies. Mine is just called an intermediate unit in uh, Pennsylvania. So because this position has been very, very different, um, the things that have always worked for me are not working for me at the moment because my life is just all over the place. So organizing and managing a calendar has really been crazy for me. I'm starting to find things that are working, which is great because it's December. I would really like to kind of find my zone and like (laughs) what's working and, and kind of in the year, like feeling good. Um, Finding a routine that works for me has been a really big challenge. And I'm just going to be honest, there is no routine. I I don't have a routine. There are some days where it's like I'm at schools for the entire day and I'm jumping from school to school. There are days where I'm at home. There are days where I'm in the office and then I come home. It's just it's a hot mess express. And really, I never know what to expect. So that's been hard, but I've really been enjoying um, the change and, and the learning opportunities that I've had to come along with it. 
Yeah. And I will keep mine brief because I've already touched on it, but I think my biggest challenge has been trying to overcome complacency and trying to more so embrace intentionality and Mm. trying to like just stay in touch or like, you know, communicate with others during new seasons of life. Like I know we've kind of said where it's like, not that we lose touch at times, but like we get busy and it's like, we don't get to catch up on things. And I know we said this last year too, that like, this was a challenge, like these whole new seasons of life. Cause yeah. you had a new position last year too. And like, I did, Lots and I was doing more of the PD, but like each year it still just kind of brings on new challenges. Like I know in 2022, we were focused a lot on like our book writing. And so this year the book writing was done, but the book promotion was a lot. I think we both felt a lot of pressure. I did not anticipate how much it was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that from like January through May, like that was my life. And then obviously like, you know, Bridget's new position. So it's kind of caused us to like just be in very different places. And then meanwhile, my PD travels are picking up. And so it makes it harder to like stay in touch. And then I've been more focused on like powerlifting. And so that Mm -hmm. takes up a lot of my time and energy. And as a result, I'm just not as focused on like the work side of my life because that doesn't bring me the same joy that it used to. But I'll leave that there because again, like I've already kind of hit on that. So The next question is, how have we grown this year? So Bridget, I'll let you start. Yeah, I think um, for me, it's going to be a lot about just building that motivation to work on the tasks that I need to work on, um, especially when it's tasks that I'm I'm not as passionate or excited about. So that has been one thing that I've really been focusing on. And I guess that episode, it really helps me <laughs> going back to like, Is it because of the autonomy? Is it because of the, oh my gosh, lady, help me. Autonomy. Relatedness. Um, Relatedness and competency. Oh, the relatedness one gets me every time. Okay. And then reaching goals um, and not hopping has been a really big one. I mean, am I perfect? Absolutely not. Do we still try to hop? Yes, but I am definitely growing and working on it. What about you? I would say, I've, although I've always been pretty good at this, but I've really embraced it this year. I've gotten very good at executing routines. And so I have like my work routines that I follow throughout the week. I have my travel routines. That's kind of been a new one that I've had to build of like traveling to places for PDs. And it's like, okay, where am I going to get my food? Where am I going to be able to work out? What am I doing the morning of the PD? What am I packing? Like all of those things. So I think just finding my groove and being able to like execute those without it feeling like a bunch of of effort. And then the final question is, what are your goals for next year? And I know we kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'll let you start. Yeah, Um, I think for me, it's really continuing to learn and grow in my understanding around instruction and the frameworks that just kind of build education in general. And that's through this position that I'm doing right now. I am going to be getting my supervisor certification. So that's going to be super fun. Michelle, I don't think, girl, we have have not talked about this and we're going to end up having to talk about it. But they're offering um, supervisor certification out of my IU, which is very exciting. And I don't even know if I want to say the last one. And I'm going to choose not to say it. Okay. (laughs) I'm putting it out in the universe. But I would like to see, as far as like with teaching on the double, with us just being, again, looking at how we can continue to grow it after having this year where we've just kind of let it be where it is at the moment. How can we make this into something more so that we're 
um, we're really seeing and, and helping as many people as possible. You know, it's interesting because I feel like as we've gotten older, and I'm sure our audience has probably seen this transition as well. I just think both of us have kind of, we are less fulfilled by work. Do you know what I mean? Whereas when we first were starting all of our businesses and all of that, like it felt so fulfilling to be doing something, creating something. And I do still get joy and passion from that. But I think now I get more passion and joy from setting a goal and reaching it. But that goal doesn't have to be work related. Whereas before all of my goals were work related, but now it's less about the work and it's more about saying, Hey, I'm going to do this and then taking action and accomplishing it. That like that brings me a lot of joy, but I think I'm starting to take some of those goals and and make them less about work and more about other aspects of my life. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Just a thought. Um, but I would say personally, my goal for this next year, as I mentioned, I want to be more intentional with setting small goals and then accomplishing them. I think I want to predetermine like that monthly focus or goal. So I would word it as like by the end of January, I want to have blank. Mm -hmm. From there, I can then kind of work backwards and build the habits or like create the the projects and, and outline all the things I need to do in order to make that a reality. And then from there, again, with that intentionality, putting reminders or like check-ins on my calendar to help with that follow through. Because I think that's what I struggled with this past year, setting goals for the whole year. It just was too, too long term for me. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yep. Um, so that is it guys. That is us wrapping up the 2023 year, four years of teaching on the double. Oh my gosh. I cannot (laughs) believe it. Um, this has been a really great ride. And just thank you to everyone who have just been here with us throughout this entire journey. Or even if you're somebody who's brand new and you're just subscribing to the podcast, which we would totally love for you to do. Um, we are so grateful and thankful that you are here with us on this journey. Um, we would love for you guys to check out the website and submit your time sucking hurdle. We want to know what's sucking up all of your time as we start to enter into the 2024 year and how we can really help to serve you here on this podcast. And if you have not already, we would love for you to leave a review over on iTunes. It does help us get into the ears of so many other people out there. Um, And we just like hearing from you guys and, and getting your thoughts back on how this podcast is going. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye bye. See ya.